Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to have so much fun because we're going to be talking about that word that everybody goes, ew, at, and that's sales. You know, we all think, ugh, sales. Uh. But seriously, folks, if we don't, if we don't excel in sales and in that process, our business will not succeed. And so we're going to be talking um, with my guest today about how to truly be successful at this. So please join me in welcoming Sean Rhodes to our program today. Welcome, Sean. Thanks, Deb. Pleasure to be here. Great, great. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will dive into this. So Sean Rhodes leveraged his former life as a war correspondent to become an international expert in how the best teams continuously improve pipelines and performance. He's a Tampa-based TEDx speaker, and his work studying teams in more than two dozen countries, some of the most dangerous places on the planet, has been published in news outlets including Time, CNN, NBC, Forbes, The Wall Street Journal, and Inc., His clients have included the small guys, including Deloitte, ConAgra, Coca-Cola, and dozens of similar businesses. Sean is also a nationally syndicated columnist with the Business Journals and author of the books Pivot Point, Turn on a Dime Without Sacrificing Results, Universal Export, A Guide for Overachievers in Working Less and Enjoying More, and his newest book, Bulletproof Selling, Systemizing Sales for the Battlefield of Business. So again, Sean, welcome. It's my pleasure, Deb. Uh, And I know we're going to have a good chat today because if you see sales similar as I do, then Mm -hmm. it's something that you and I both know might be the cause of why most small businesses don't succeed. Mm -hmm. But once you get a handle on it, you start having fun in it, Mm -hmm. it can make business a Mm -hmm. whole lot more enjoyable. Right. You know, and and, and we'll we'll delve into this a a lot because... It, obviously, this is is the point of the conversation, but I always like to find out from my guests how they got to where they are today, especially because you took a very different route. So tell us about how you got to where you are today and how you discovered that for now, this is your passion in life. So I actually started off with the weird job of being sent around the world by the U.S. military to mm-hmm. study people that were accomplishing the impossible. Oh, okay. And so I'll give you an example of this. Uh, we would send 50 U.S. Uh, men and women, service members, into a building in mm-hmm. the middle of combat, mm-hmm. and they didn't expect but half of them to walk back out under their own power Oh, because that's the, the fatality rate mm-hmm. in urban mm-hmm. combat. And so I was sent multiple combat tours to embed with these troops as a U.S. Marine, had to go mm-hmm. through Paris Island and all the training mm-hmm. that they put Marines through. Uh, we had a rifle and a camera. Wow. And mm-hmm. I would study these men and women that were able to do mm-hmm. what nobody thought was achievable, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is if we send 50 people in and 50 people walk back out, mm-hmm. how did that happen? Right. Mm-hmm. And I realized it was because they were not the most brilliant people in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were smart, but they're yes. not, mm-hmm. you know, Harvard MBA Mensa mm-hmm. members. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's th- because they were actually trained in great systems, Mm -hmm. systems that were updated constantly, systems that were not static, that didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, they weren't created 50 years ago Mm -hmm. when Deming created the management structure. And Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden we're expected to run our businesses Mm -hmm. like this. No, these, these things were active and dynamic and Mm -hmm. that allowed them to stay alive on the battlefield. Mm -hmm. And we began to realize, Hey, this is really applicable in the world of business as Mm -hmm. well. And so for the last decade, I've been passing that knowledge on mm-hmm. in operations and businesses. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you that the very first thing that people really come to me with when they come to me for business improvement is mm-hmm. not operational efficiency, because that's mm-hmm. consultant speak. No one mm-hmm. quite understands mm-hmm. what that's about. And I don't even either, which is great because mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't really apply to a lot right. of people. Mm-hmm. 
to your listeners, I'd say mm -hmm. it's how do we get more dollars in the door right. so that we can keep the lights on, mm -hmm. that we can have more of an impact and create the lifestyle that we got mm -hmm. into business to achieve. Mm -hmm. And so when I really began focusing on how do we take the same systems to keep men and women successful on the mm -hmm. battlefield and apply them into business, mm -hmm. not only did it unlock sales in my own company, mm -hmm. but it allowed me to be able to walk into an organization and say, Hey, hope does not have to be part of your sales strategy mm -hmm. anymore. And uh, I believe in that term so strongly, we actually put it on the inside cover mm -hmm. of the book. For those of right. us catching this on YouTube, it mm -hmm. said, hope is not a sales strategy. Mm -hmm. And that's the, the passion that I have for business and for life mm -hmm. now is to help people remove hope, replace it with certainty, mm -hmm. replace it with systems so that you can be more present, so mm -hmm. that you can deliver more value in mm -hmm. your conversations and through the products and services that you sell. Right. Right. You know, and, and you, you mentioned hope. And, and when I was reading part of your book, you know, I really did realize that so many people go at this with that philosophy. I hope I'll meet the right person. I hope they'll return my email. I hope they'll return my, my, my phone call. I hope, I hope, I hope. And of course here in the South, it's, we hope and pray. Right. Um, okay, yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it really is this hope method. And sure, you know, you we have to have that, but having a system in place alleviates all of that because you know, and and of course, this is the is the the found, fundamental thing with the military. You do A, then you do B, then you do C, then you do mm -hmm. D, right? You know, and and you don't do A, J, K. I mean, you know, because that right. doesn't work. And in the military, that would get you killed. Um, you right. know, and and so you know, in in your business. If you don't have that system, it can mean that your business doesn't succeed. So, you know, that, and, and I'll be honest, I, I quite often fall into that hope category. So that was why <laughs> I was, was, you know, I'm so looking forward to talking with you. Absolutely. And the, the funny thing about the greatest writers around the topic of small business, you know, mm -hmm. thinking Michael Gerber with E-Myth, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm thinking, uh, you know, e you go to Stephen Covey, you, you go to all the people that we really turn to for mm -hmm. great advice and wisdom in business. Mm -hmm. They all talk about systems. Mm -hmm. And yet it's something that so many of us gloss over because we think to ourselves, oh yeah, I'll get around to getting a system mm -hmm. in place for that one day, but I really mm -hmm. need dollars in the door. Mm -hmm. Well, it's there, there's a really great story of Abraham Lincoln. I'm not sure if it's true, but it's attributed to him where mm -hmm. he said, if you give me four hours to cut down a tree, I'm going to spend three of those hours sharpening my ax. Mm -hmm. That's what building a system allows right. you to do. Mm -hmm. So that if you get those steps in place ahead of time, I don't mm -hmm. have to hope I remember who to reach out to. I don't mm -hmm. have to hope I remember what questions to ask that mm -hmm. man or woman. I don't have to hope I remember to then follow up with them. Mm -hmm. I'd let systems handle that for me. Mm -hmm. And we can walk into how do we do all of those things mm -hmm. on the show if you'd like, but let systems handle that so that when mm -hmm. you're in the conversation, you can be completely present. Because right. the danger, the other side of that coin, if you don't have systems in place, mm -hmm. is you'll be thinking to yourself, not only what do I need to do to interact with this mm -hmm. other human on the end of the line or face-to-face -face in a mm -hmm. meeting now, but gosh, I've got all these other things I've got to mm -hmm. manage as well. Am I asking the right questions? Mm -hmm. Am I gathering the right information? Am I following up? Am I owning mm -hmm. the next step of the conversation? All of that flies out the window often mm -hmm. for most entrepreneurs and business owners because we do not have the mechanisms mm -hmm. in place to for those things to handle themselves. Right. So that's my mission in life now is mm -hmm. to help organizations remove hope from their sales strategy mm -hmm. by let's get, right. let's get some good systems in place and mm -hmm. you can build them for yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing that people often confuse about, you know, transferring military process into business mm -hmm. is that I've got to take somebody else's process mm -hmm. and try to shoehorn, you know, my mm -hmm. passion and my way of doing mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Make it your way of doing right. things. Just make it consistent. Mm -hmm. And I can share with you, um, the, you know, the way I almost lost my house and my entire business by mm -hmm. not doing that. But if you don't do something consistently, mm -hmm. you'll have no way to go back and improve mm -hmm. it. Right. Yeah. You know, we, we, we tell people from a marketing perspective, you need to have goals because how do you measure what you've done if you don't have your goals? You know, maybe that's, you know, you sell 10% more widgets or, you know, all these mm -hmm. various things. And it's the same thing. I mean, you know, you have to have all of these things in place in order to be successful. And for many business owners, especially those who are, are just starting out, they're thinking, okay, I've got this great thing that I do, you know, product or, or service. And, you know, and, and, oh my gosh, I'm also having to worry about billing. I'm having to worry about hiring, especially, you know, if you're, you're starting out, they've got so many things going on in their heads that that's why so many small businesses fail because they lose track. It's, it's like they're juggling. They've never juggled mm -hmm. before and they've been throwing right. 10 balls, right? And they're going, ah, 
pretty soon you'll get and hit the in the chainsaw. Head. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the chainsaw. That's that's the tricky part. Um, you know, and, and so they lose a limb and they they think, well, maybe yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, you know, and, and of course, what happens is the systems, whether it's sales, whether it's business, whether it's marketing, whatever it is, that's what allows you to juggle because you still have mm-hmm. all of those things. Now, of course, one of the, the oh, yeah, they don't go away. Right, right. Now you can, you know, if you're if you're doing this really well, you learn to toss those balls to somebody else. You know, there's there's this uh, yes. whole delegation and, and it, thing, it, right? In order to do that, Deb, guess what you have to have? A, a system. system. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You can't just all of a sudden say, you know, here, a uh, great example is, is my producer. You know, I didn't used to have mm-hmm. a producer. I did everything myself, partially because that way I knew it would get done right. Mm-hmm. right. I bet you never the hear way that. You wanted it done. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep, oh, yeah. Yep, because my way is the only way. Um, and so, but I finally figured out, okay, this is not a good use of my time and resources. Um, you know, and, and so I, I did hire a couple people, didn't work out because I didn't have a system. I just kind of said, here, yeah. go do. And then, of course, I was disappointed when they didn't do the way that I, I wanted it to. They were fabulous right. people, but I didn't give them direction. So when I actually sat down, wrote out a job description, Went through the process of interviewing all of these various things. I found my lovely producer, Kim. We've been doing this three and a half years at least. Um, sure. and But she knows what my expectations are. And, and here's the process that we go through. So, you know, the, the system that we do. But most importantly, then I tell her, tweak it. Make it yours, as you said, you know, make it yours, do what works for you. And, you know, as long as, as we're still getting to the same end point, that was what was really important. Oh, yeah. And that tweaking can actually allow you to spin laps around your competition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so if you want to put put a pin in that one, because mm-hmm. that's really important that we circle back to, but you right. mentioned outsourcing and systems. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this is something that a lot of small business owners make mistakes with. Mm-hmm. I made this critical error because mm-hmm. I'm reading books by Timothy Ferris, four mm-hmm. hour work week, get mm-hmm. out of, you know, get, get a VA offshore, get mm-hmm, it cheap, mm-hmm. let that person handle all mm-hmm. the things. Right. Um, and so and people are even willing to do this with salespeople. Mm-hmm. So a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in, in the experts space, I'm doing air quotes for the people tuning in on the mm-hmm. podcast, the expert space, uh, you know, they want to go get somebody to sell for them because mm-hmm. they don't like selling. Right. So they say, you know, then I hear this all the time, Sean, I need an inside sales rep. I need somebody to get on the phone. Mm-hmm. I need somebody to, you know, be my salesperson, hopefully for straight commission. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't have to pay him anything. Right. Well, and that's a whole other conversation. That'll, that'll that motivate really him to well. do well. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the danger in outsourcing before you've built a system mm-hmm. is that Assuming that person is successful, Mm -hmm. that function, that task will now be hamstrung to that person. Right. And large businesses make this mistake all the time with Mm -hmm. their salespeople, salespeople Mm -hmm. that are basically cowboys and cowgirls. Mm -hmm. They never enter anything into a CRM. They've Mm -hmm. got all the the client Mm -hmm. files. It's all in their head. Mm -hmm. You you can't fire those salespeople because they'll take that Mm -hmm, business with mm -hmm. them, even with non-competes in place. Mm -hmm. And so for an entrepreneur, for a small business owner, before you offshore or outsource anything, make Mm -hmm. sure that you can do it well first. So Mm -hmm. that if one, if you ever have to pull that function back in, Mm -hmm. like if another pandemic happens, Mm -hmm. I mean, God Mm -hmm. forbid, but we don't know. If you ever have to pull that back in, you need to make sure you can at least perform Mm -hmm. that to a minimally viable Mm -hmm. level. Right. So build a system. And then the second thing benefit to having a system mm-hmm. is now you can turn that over to the person that you do hire mm-hmm. and say, step by step, here's how you mm-hmm. do this thing. And what I began doing in my own business, because I love outsourcing mm-hmm. anything I possibly can, just mm-hmm. like you, Deb, I began building video training. Ah, so for mm-hmm. any of the things that I do throughout the week, and mm-hmm. you can do this with the Zoom, I mean, mm-hmm. super cheap, right? right. Mm-hmm. Anything I do throughout the week, I ask myself, is this a recurring task? Mm-hmm. Whether it happens every day, mm-hmm. every week, every month, or every year. Mm-hmm. And if it is, I don't want to have to recreate the wheel. Right. So I'll build a written system mm-hmm. for it. If I know I'm going to outsource it and it's technical, I need mm-hmm. to you know, help navigate somebody through a website or something mm-hmm. like that. Then I'll build training where I'm just doing a mm-hmm. screen share and walking them through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I probably have 70 or 80 of these videos mm-hmm. for my business at this point. Yep. And that way, when I do hire somebody, I can just say, here's mm-hmm. the administrative roles mm-hmm. for your duty. Here's mm-hmm. what your expectations are. Mm-hmm. Here's how to go do it. Literally the training that now I don't have to sit like, you mm-hmm. know, handhold them for weeks on mm-hmm. end and take time away from my mm-hmm. clients. The training's already built. Mm-hmm. So I would advise anybody, no matter where you are in your business, you're a day in or you're, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a hundred years in 
begin building those systems mm-hmm. now if you haven't already. Right. And that way you can, and then, you know, to that pin in the note that mm-hmm. we said, um, you can actually ask your people mm-hmm. to help you improve those systems. Right. But if they're not operating from a baseline, they're throwing darts at the wall. And mm-hmm. if one of them hits a target, You'd like, hey, I, I like more of that, but mm-hmm. boss, I don't know what I did to get mm-hmm. the target to right. hit the dart and the dart to hit the dart. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, right? Because you're not doing anything consistently that you mm-hmm. can then backtrack, forensically mm-hmm. open up and say, all right, here are mm-hmm. the steps you went through. What could we do? What's mm-hmm. redundant? What could we improve? All those things can now be had inside of a system. Mm-hmm. Right. You just reminded me of a time many years ago when I worked for a company that designed computer software. And this, mm. this was a long time ago. I mean, you know, and and um, and you know, the systems were huge and and all of these various things. We were designing for the government. We were designing software for mm-hmm. Navy and for NASA. And now I am not a computer programmer. Don't even come close. And of course, that was, you know, this is, you know, back when you were using, um, you know, a lot of the, 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 uh, the, the you know, we, we didn't even have websites. I mean, we FTP'd things to them and, and all of this. Yeah. But because I was not the technical person, when it was finished, they would give it to me and they would say, break it. And of course, mm-hmm. I would break it. But the problem was, I didn't write down the steps that I had done to break it. And so we couldn't replicate ah. it. And, you know, and, and mm. so we knew that it had bugs, but we didn't know how we got there. Um, you know, and, and, mm. and the same thing is true with sales. You know, it, it, you, you need to know what works and what didn't work. And that's mm-hmm. where keeping notes, writing things down. And, you know, and, and let's be honest, you know, especially now I'm, I'm, I'm quite a bit older than you. I have learned I have to be more detailed in my notes mm. because I will look at it and go, what do you suppose I meant? Right. <laughs> and and so what you know it about? does. Yeah. Okay. I've I've got a reminder here that I'm to call Bob. Well, who's Bob? And how am I getting a hold of him? You know, things mm-hmm. like that. And you know, so yeah. not only are we dealing with you know our our own foils, and but it is you know it is like you said we need to be able to have someone else do it. So even if you're the one mm-hmm. person shop, hopefully at some point you're not. You know, so if you have written it down or or videoed it, you know, whatever it is in detail, then it's much easier for someone else to pick up that process, follow it, tweak it, go, hey, you know, what if we did it this way instead, which means you have to empower them. You know, I mentioned, you know, that I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to turn things over because my way is the right way and the only way. Well, you know, get over that, folks. Um, And so, yeah, when we empower those who are working with us to say, Here's a different way that we might consider doing mm-hmm. this. That's where it it, it really works, and and the, and the system uh, takes hold takes over. And for the folks that are just getting their their feet wet in sales, mm-hmm. or you're you're in sales because you're an entrepreneur, you've right. been in the business a little while, but mm-hmm. you want more sales. Mm-hmm. Often, what we're looking for is somebody to be able to tell us. To, mm-hmm. to your point, I wrote mm-hmm. this note down about Bob. Who is Bob? Mm-hmm. What is Bob's mm-hmm. phone number? What am I supposed to talk mm-hmm. to Bob about? I just have a note to call Bob. Mm-hmm. Well, there is someone that can do that for you. Mm-hmm. And they are uh, willing to take you on as a client, mm-hmm. no matter where you are in the world mm-hmm. or what language you speak or how much money mm-hmm. you think you may or may not have in your business. I'm mm-hmm. going to connect you with this, this, this lovely individual right now. Mm-hmm. It's called a CRM. Mm-hmm. And that stands for Customer Relationship right. Management platform. Mm-hmm. Now you can get these things for free or you can pay a hundred grand a month for right. them if you have Depends a thousand. Depends on what you need. Right? Mm-hmm. The whole scale, right. Mm-hmm. But what a CRM allows you to do is to an infinite amount of people can fit in this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I could say, you know, Deb is one of my uh, prospects. Mm-hmm. I'd love for her to buy my widget. I spoke with her three months ago. Mm-hmm. Well, three months ago, when I had that first conversation, I can write down in my mm-hmm. CRM, which mm-hmm. is you know, basically an electronic notebook. Mm-hmm. I talked to Deb. Here's Deb's phone number. Here's her email address. Mm-hmm. Here's what we talked about. She told me she was interested in getting mm-hmm. this information from me, but she wasn't going to be ready to buy for another three mm-hmm. months. So instead of hoping three months ago that I remember to pick up mm-hmm. the phone today, which mm-hmm. is not going to happen. I promise mm-hmm. you way too much is going on in my life. Right. Even if I was sitting around reading and, and, and COVID time pool. just totally screws COVID, everything. Oh yeah. Up, just right? totally get out the door. Right <laughs> mm-hmm. now I'm managing, you know, a kid at home, homeschool, mm-hmm. all the things. So instead of that, let your CRM be your manager, so mm-hmm. to speak, let it tell you. And every day mm-hmm. I do this and I was doing this this mm-hmm. morning before we hopped on this call, I open it up. And I say, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do today to move mm-hmm. my business forward? Right. And my CRM can be my project management mm-hmm. system mm-hmm. to tell me across these 40 people, mm-hmm. here are each of the things mm-hmm. you're supposed to be doing today. Here right. are the eight phone calls mm-hmm. you need to make, the seven emails, the mm-hmm. four letters, all of the things that you mm-hmm. need to do and mm-hmm. how to do them. 
mm-hmm. what template you're supposed to use if you want to get into that level of detail. Yeah. So I can run those through, bang, 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 mm-hmm. bang, bang, get it mm-hmm. all done. I can close up shop early mm-hmm. and I don't have to worry about mm-hmm. my mind being with my family mm-hmm. and also with my business thinking, right. gosh, did I, did I remember mm-hmm. to reach out to that person? Yeah. Oh, I was supposed and, to make and, that phone and, call. Or <laughs> there's a person I was supposed to reach out to. Who was it? Oh right? yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, revenue just slips out mm-hmm. of the door of every business mm-hmm. and every salesperson's mm-hmm. office that does not effectively leverage a CRM. Mm-hmm. Right. It does not have to be complicated, but mm-hmm. it does have to be used. Right. Well, and of course the cool thing about a CRM is that it has the other functions. I mean, you don't have, I'm sure you talk with a lot of people who's, well, I keep track of that on Excel. I keep track of that mm. in, in a word document. Okay, at least they're writing it down, you know, and so that that's that's Better a benefit. Than not, yeah. But you know, the CRM, <laughs> depending on obviously again what what level you have and things like that, it might not. You might not be personally following up in three months. You might already have that right. automated. So in three months, they get an email. They you know they're not going to get a phone call, but they're they get an email that says, you know, hey, Sean, we met three months ago. We, you know, and, and obviously, you know, depending on the level of sophistication, it's probably going to be more generic. So it's going to, you know, it's, it's just in, you know, getting, you know, how to, you know, thinking about you again, wanting to follow up, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But the CRM is, you know, it, it does it based on the dates that you put in there, uh, you know, and, right. and so it can be, okay, you know, it just, it sends them a three-month reminder email um, and and you can tie the CRMs into email platforms too, you know, and, and so, oh, sure. and, and of course, what we're trying to get, get through to people is when you have all these processes down and automated, all those various things, it frees you up. Does it take time to, at, at the start to set up? Sure. But ultimately, it frees you up, um, you know, to do the things that that you got into business to do. Yeah, and I'll, I'll walk you through a little bit how I stumbled into this because okay. nobody taught me the value of a CRM. Right. I wasn't working. As yeah, they a just tell you you should do I this, and you business. think, oh, that sounds hard. <laughs> yeah, it sounds awful. Actually, I have no idea what I'm doing. It's like uh, trying to play a video game, uh, you know, on a modern console. I mean, right. I got to go back to like Nintendo and Atari mm-hmm. to begin to even remember video mm-hmm. games. And mm-hmm. now there's all kinds of weird stuff. I see I that know. you know people are live streaming around the world with their friends or it's dang goggles. And, yeah, mm-hmm. goggles. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. So when, when it came time for me to um, really decide, am I going to stay in business mm-hmm, or not? Mm-hmm. I was trying everything in the world, going to every in-person networking event, speaking at every mm-hmm. civic organization mm-hmm. I could get in front of, uh, you know, trying to figure out, okay, how do I become an online course creator? How do I do, mm-hmm, write a book? Mm-hmm. How do I give speeches? How do I do all the things that I need to do to mm-hmm. get the word out about the services I have? And when revenue did show up, mm-hmm. it was very sporadic. I had no way to track it back to mm-hmm. what the actual source was so that right. I could do more of that. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the mm-hmm. proverbial, uh, you know, monkey in the cage in the experiment. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I hit more of that button mm-hmm. to get more mm-hmm. uh, sweets, you know, dumped on me? Couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so running out of money, mortgages due every month, mm-hmm. but the revenue wasn't coming in right. on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I said, I have to do something different or I'm really mm-hmm. going to run out of money here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go back to a corporate job. Mm-hmm. I realized, well, Sean, if you were going to consult yourself based upon the men and women that you got to study, what Mm -hmm. would you tell yourself to do Mm -hmm. if you could be your own consultant? Mm -hmm. And it was, well, Sean, do something consistently. And that Mm -hmm. way you'll know if you get results with Mm -hmm. it, do more of that. Or Mm -hmm. if you don't get results, then you know at least those steps in that order Mm -hmm. don't work. Right. So I came up with a very simple outbound prospecting plan, Mm -hmm. make a phone call, send a LinkedIn message, send a letter. You make a phone call, send an email, whatever mm-hmm. steps in whatever order you mm-hmm. want to put them mm-hmm. in. And I identified prospects who I know I could do great business with. Mm-hmm. And I just ran the system on those. Mm-hmm. Now, because I was doing something consistently and mm-hmm. letting something outside my head manage this, mm-hmm. i.e. it was in a CRM, mm-hmm. I didn't have to think about what the next step was on any mm-hmm. of these people. I just let the CRM tell me. Right. I probably made 50 grand and inside the first year with just this one system. Wow. Just in gross sales. Mm-hmm. And I realized, wow, uh, you know, those Mm -hmm. five steps I was using or whatever Mm -hmm. it was, what if I made those better? Mm -hmm. What are the steps that are really getting me better conversion? Mm -hmm. Let's do more of that. And because Mm -hmm. I had a system in place, I could make small tweaks in that Mm -hmm. system to get better results. Mm -hmm. So in the third or fourth year, now I'm making multiple six figures in my Mm -hmm. business, never having to remember who I'm supposed to reach Mm -hmm. out to next or what I'm supposed to be asking them because all of that stuff was already captured in a system. Mm-hmm. So all I had to do was execute the system, be present, mm-hmm. and and we, we can get definitely dive into this, mm-hmm. make sure that I was iterating the system. Right. So make sure that every week I'm taking the time, mm-hmm. and I do this with a team now. I'm happy mm-hmm. to walk you through what it looks like, mm-hmm. but waking to every single week, we to mm-hmm. actually take the time to break stuff mm-hmm. and make it better. 
Right. So I ask my people, my team members, bring mm-hmm. me challenges that you've encountered throughout mm-hmm. the week. You couldn't log into the platform because you forgot your password. Mm-hmm. A prospect gave you this objection. You didn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. All the things that they capture that right. would normally be stumbling blocks mm-hmm. or speed bumps. And we work through mm-hmm. how do we right. either. Because if it happens to problem. one, it yeah. happens to somebody else. Oh, happens to everybody. I guarantee mm-hmm. it. But how many leaders are putting out the same fires from different people every right. week? Mm-hmm. That the same fire is showing up on your desk. Mm-hmm. You just got to solve it for Sally. Now I got to solve it for Jim. Mm-hmm. Same fire showing up. Mm-hmm. Well, let's take the matchbook away yeah. from these folks. <laughs> let's let's get rid of either, the fire. Mm-hmm. Let's get rid of the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that means either creating a system to prevent that problem from happening mm-hmm. or updating a system that you have in place mm-hmm. to allow for that, you know, uh, eventuality of that mm-hmm. problem maybe occur again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's, let's take objections, for mm-hmm. instance, because mm-hmm. you know, we got to break this down on a tactical right. level. I know it's very cerebral otherwise. Mm-hmm. So if a prospect gives you an objection, like, hey, I just don't have enough money right mm-hmm. now. Well, I guarantee it's not the first time you heard it and it mm-hmm. won't be the last. Mm-hmm. So you better come up with something mm-hmm. and you may not be able to turn them around on, on one call and get them to mm-hmm. you know hand over money, but you need to have something in your back pocket mm-hmm. that is consistent and that you know works. Mm-hmm. So what, do, what does that look like? Well, maybe an, uh, a turnaround script. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to say? Or what is the mm-hmm. question I'm supposed to ask if I hear that mm-hmm. objection? Right. And then every week track, mm-hmm. all right, I used it with Jim and it worked, but mm-hmm. I used it with three other people and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Or I wasn't able to get, you know, the next step of the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the sales process down. What do I need to do to tweak my mm-hmm. answer now or tweak my next series of mm-hmm. questions from that objection by doing that every week? Because mm-hmm. I, I promise you, no one else in your industry is doing this. Mm-hmm. This is cutting edge stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, only the people that I've really been able to coach in it are actively doing this. So if you're mm-hmm. hearing this on dead podcast or your, your, your live stream on your YouTube, this is the first time you're, you're hearing it. So it's, it's magic. I'm mm-hmm. giving you pixie dust to throw on your business to make mm-hmm. it fly. Okay. But by doing this every week, by getting better mm-hmm. in a systemized way, you can spin laps around your competition because mm-hmm. they're still hoping they remember right. what worked 10 years mm-hmm. ago when the situation might have come up mm-hmm. in the past. Right. You know, and it, one of the biggest things that you that you talked about that I think is so important is we need to figure out what doesn't work. Um, you know, we, we can't keep doing the same things and hoping that they work. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we were, we were talking before the program about networking. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have not been to an in-person networking event and, you know, probably pretty much whenever we listen to this program or, or watch it for about the next year from mm-hmm. recording it, the answer is going to be the same. I have not attended an in-person networking event since February of 2020. Now, I miss seeing those people. They're fabulous mm-hmm. people. They're friends of mine. But I was going to those meetings once a week at least. Um, you know, sometimes more, all of those various things. And I can count on one hand the amount of business that I actually got from those networking sure. meetings. So yeah. now, you know, great programs, which is part of the reason why you do networking too, is, you know, you're, you're learning, you know, all of those things. And so that that is, you know, a little bit different part. But to actually get business, I wasn't doing it. So then I have to look back and think, why? Was I just going and chatting with my friends? Sure. You know, was I, you know, was I, you know, but, but, you know, all of it, was I going for the program? Okay. You know, that, that works, you know, now we've got some really good caterers here. So, you know, that's, that's always a benefit. Um, But, you know, what I, what I really came down to was they, the, the people who were there fabulous though, they are, aren't the right people for what I do. And, and so, you know, all of the benefits get, you know, in it, it completely, you know, taken over by the fact that it was not the right place for me to be. Online networking has been fabulous for me. You know, that you, the, the pandemic has been, you know, one of the, the benefits of, of that has been that I've done so much more online networking. So, you know, that just kind of goes into there is what works, what doesn't work, and, and how do we make it better? Yeah. And let's talk about networking for a minute, because mm-hmm. that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners, as we begin to right. reopen society, we go to we, everything we possibly yeah, can, everything. right? Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, a lot of it, massive, massive waste of time. Mm-hmm. And so here's, let's we've got to do with the mindset situation first, mm-hmm. and then we'll start to dig into mm-hmm. what to do differently. So the mindset of networking is rarely, I'm hoping to meet a bunch of my future clients in this mm-hmm. room. Right. So networking, you think of the word network, it's because Mm -hmm. you might know somebody who might know somebody who could Mm -hmm. refer me to my Mm -hmm. ideal client. Well, what you're doing in that instance, if that's Mm -hmm. your strategy with networking, is you are placing your business in the hands of somebody else that's not as Mm -hmm. invested as you, that doesn't have the passion for Mm -hmm. it that you do. 
honestly doesn't care if your family yeah. can eat next month. Right. I mean, uh -huh. they might be good humans, but they're worried about their family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So instead of doing that, instead of basically relying on hope in that, mm -hmm. I hope that right. you refer I hope me I meet the right me people. I hope they refer yeah. me. Mm -hmm. Instead, and I'll give everybody a way to access this when we get to the tail end. Um, mm -hmm. Instead, we use what the military does in developing intelligence dossiers for high value targets. Mm -hmm. So let's let's walk through this process. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're in Iraq in 2004. Battles of Fallujah and Ramadi mm -hmm. are raging heavily. And we know that there are a couple people in those cities mm -hmm. that are the real bad dudes and, and, and bad mm -hmm. gals. Mostly they're bad dudes because it's, right. uh, it's, yeah, a, you know, it's a Middle East culture, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Middle East. Yeah. So, you know, the really, really evil people that are mm -hmm. doing horrible things to their own populace. Mm -hmm. Well, we need to figure out where they're going to be and when so that we mm -hmm. can capture them, debrief mm -hmm. them for intelligence or, mm -hmm. or, you know, basically remove them from the planet mm -hmm. if they're really that awful. Yep. OK, but we can't do that by just wandering down the street and calling mm -hmm. out their names and just hoping that they show up or hoping that somebody knows them. Yeah, this is just not going to work. Mm -hmm. So what we had to do was develop a profile. Ah. Where is this person mm -hmm. usually located? Mm -hmm. Who are their family members? Who are mm -hmm. the people in their network? Mm -hmm. So that we might be in an ancillary contact mm -hmm. with them. If we're around those people, chances are this person might be there mm -hmm. as well. Um, you know, what are their favorite places to eat, to hang out? Who mm -hmm. do they do business with? Who do mm -hmm. they get their supplies from? We build all of this out in order just to get to one person. But that mm -hmm. one person, once we locate them, mm -hmm. allows us to push our mission forward by mm -hmm. leaps and bounds. Right. You know, as opposed to just wandering down the street, mm -hmm. yelling their name at the top of our mm -hmm. lungs. And so you think about how do you apply this in the world of prospecting mm -hmm. and networking can be prospecting, mm -hmm. but I want you to develop an intelligence dossiers on your ideal right. prospect mm -hmm. so that when you walk into these situations or you start doing research online and mm -hmm. companies in your area or companies that meet that profile, you'll have a better idea and mm -hmm. be able to get much more successful. Right. So the first thing you want to ask is one. Who are the people that have either bought something like what I sell in the past mm -hmm. or have bought what I sell in the mm -hmm. past? So right. some of you out there are, are selling widgets that are brand new to the market. You own the mm -hmm. patent. Nobody's bought anything like mm -hmm. this in the past. Well, who's bought something similar? Mm -hmm. Who is the or what is the industry that has the greatest mm -hmm. known need for what you have? If mm -hmm. you get things done more efficiently or mm -hmm. safer, whatever that is. Who's going to be the lowest hanging mm -hmm. fruit so you don't have to convince mm -hmm. them of the value of what it right. is you sell? They already know they need it. They already know it, right. Mm -hmm. But maybe you're selling something that you know you have competition, right? Maybe mm -hmm. not in your area, but there's another company across the mm -hmm. country that also sells something very similar. Maybe you've licensed a product that is exactly the same as a lot of people have, but mm -hmm. you own the license for your area, the franchise, mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Right. Well, in that case, who is already buying from your competitors? Mm -hmm. If you can uh, determine one of those two things, mm -hmm. now you can walk in not asking, hey, would you like to buy my stuff? Because mm -hmm. that's a conversation that is a really mm -hmm. hard hill to climb. Mm -hmm. That's like wandering down the street in the middle of Fallujah mm -hmm. and yelling people's names at the top of your lungs. Mm -hmm. Not only will you not find the people you're looking for, you might get hurt in the process. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Instead, have an intelligence, a little bit of intelligence about the people you're reaching out to. Mm -hmm. Have they bought something like what I sell or the exact thing that I sell mm -hmm. in the past? They're ready for a renewal. They're ready for an update. And then from there... What are their names? What are what's their contact mm -hmm. information? What's their LinkedIn profile mm -hmm. URL? I mean, build an intelligence dossier out on these folks mm -hmm. so that when you get that loaded in your CRM, now every day of the week or once a month mm -hmm. or however often you want to reach out to these folks, all the information is there. Mm -hmm. And instead of reaching out with, hey, would you like to buy some of this thing you've never heard of and don't see the value mm -hmm. in, I can ask for Deb by name. I can send you an email directly to your mm -hmm. email address. I can call you on your direct line. Mm -hmm. And I can have an intelligent business conversation because mm -hmm. I know the name of your company, how many employees mm -hmm. you have, uh, how much revenue you might have mm -hmm. earned last year if you're publicly traded. And there's so much work that you can do to build mm -hmm. great intelligence on your prospects that I don't need to network in person anymore either right. because mm -hmm. I can reach out to 10 people inside of an hour or mm -hmm. I can go to one event in the same amount of time, mm -hmm. maybe meet four people that might have people in their ancillary network that mm -hmm. might someday do business with me. Right. So your choices are certainty, taking the initiative on mm -hmm. your own or hope. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, from this conversation, you know, which of those camps I fall mm -hmm. in. Right. Yeah. And there is no excuse for people to go into things unprepared or to send mm -hmm. communications, you know, with, with, you know, it's, it's there. All of the information is there. You know, I love it on LinkedIn when somebody sends me a request to connect and now I'm, I am getting more and more picky about who oh, I, sure. you know, and, and, and if they just send me a request to connect, I've got a statement that goes back to them that says, tell me why. I mean, it's a little bit more detailed than that, but it, it you know, yeah. and, and, you know, and, and I then, you know, will base it on, okay, you know, this, this was, you know, somebody who had an intelligent response or they never bothered to respond. Well, then I'm not going to right. connect. But what drives me nuts is when I get the next communication from them, 
And they say things like, let us teach you how to do social media. And my response is usually, now I'm polite about it, but my response is, is usually, maybe you should read my profile. Right. <laughs> you know? It's kind of and what I do. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like right there in the thing. It talks about, you know, I'm a LinkedIn strategist. Um, you know, it's in my headline. And, you know, and, and so, you know, and, and then you usually, you know, you get the crickets, right? But yeah, yeah. to be able to, to contact a specific person and, and know about, now you might not be able to find some of the specifics, but you can get some pretty great information just on a quick Google search about oh, companies yeah. to be able to say, you know, hey, I know that you are the leading provider in Georgia of X service or, you know, and, and mm-hmm. I tell you what, that impresses people because most other people have not taken the time to spend the 10 minutes, <laughs> you know, learning about somebody, you know, to, you know, maybe they, they go to you and they say, Hey, Sean, oh my gosh, I read some of your articles in the Atlanta business journal. Um, actually it's, it's mm-hmm. called something different, but Denver business journal, um, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and then if they say something specific about one of those articles, that's even better now you because have my then, attention. yeah, Right. Yeah, you know, and 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 it didn't take that much time. But you know, if they come to you and they say, "Hey, we, Sean, we want to talk to you about how we can help you do X," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever," um, you know, and and but because I want to know that somebody's taking the time to do a little bit of research about me in order to to have a, a great conversation. Otherwise, it is a waste of time. Yeah, the, the difference is in, in mindset and thinking about most salespeople prospect like they're mm-hmm. a machine gunner. So we'll right. bring back to the military mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. I've got 500 rounds in a, in a box mm-hmm. attached to my gun and I'm just mm-hmm. going to spray and yeah. pray. Is what spray, we call yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I, I do the shot. You know, I talk about the shotgun approach. You use a shotgun yeah, and hope yeah. you get you that might fly. Hit something. <laughs> yeah, you might not. Like nobody really knows, but you better have a lot of ammo and a lot mm-hmm. of time to shoot. Or you could take the sniper approach. Mm-hmm. Now, snipers, because I was able to go out and in bed mm-hmm. with these folks, they they lay in wait for days on end right. sometimes without moving mm-hmm. a muscle. I mean, they mm-hmm. don't even get up to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's how committed mm-hmm. they are to not moving. Yep. And they're waiting for one shot mm-hmm. to show up with mm-hmm. one target, right. often up to a mile or more away. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, that snipers one shot, are just they can change phenomenal. the course mm-hmm. of, 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 mm-hmm. of a war, you know, right. just that one shot. Mm-hmm. And so you and your business, instead of spraying and praying and going mm-hmm. to every network event mm-hmm. that you possibly can and hoping you meet the right people. And um, I'm not making fun of anybody for doing that, by the way, because I made right. that mistake. For and that years. is how we years make some great mistake. friends, you know, that it's yeah, that's, that's oh, great okay. friends. Mm-hmm. People that, you know, lovely individuals Mm -hmm. I still maintain contact with today, but the idea in my business is, hey, if Mm -hmm. I'm devoting time away from my family, Mm -hmm. from the people I love Mm -hmm. to focus on my business, to build them Mm -hmm. a better quality of life, Mm -hmm. I have to maximize the use of that time. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean picking up the phone with people that Mm -hmm. may have never heard of what I do or see any value in it. Mm -hmm. No. Because, right. you know, there's there's mm-hmm. millions of people on the planet, mm-hmm. hundreds of millions of people just in the United States. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's a great prospect. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to find out who is a great prospect mm-hmm. by geography mm-hmm. or by industry or whatever mm-hmm. delineating factors you want to use. Mm-hmm. Those are the people I want to spend time mm-hmm. with and focused right. on. Mm-hmm. And that way, at the end of the day, I know at least I did everything I could, mm-hmm. made a quality effort to get in touch with the people mm-hmm. who understand the value I can provide instead of I called 300 people and uh, left 299 mm-hmm. messages. Right. Right. You know, and and I come at this from a marketing perspective because I'm a marketing person, but it's the exact same thing. You know, I I love it when I ask someone, you know, who is your, your, your perfect target market? And they look at me and they smile sweetly and they say, everyone. And I say, (laughs) (laughs) it's really not Um, because for, for anything, you know, I, I don't think there is a product that 100% of people would want, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, You know, there's, there's, you know, Starbucks doesn't do that. Walmart doesn't do that. You know, Mercedes Benz doesn't do that, whatever it is, you know, they know who they're trying to reach. And so Mm -hmm. we tell people you have to, to figure out who your avatar is, you know, what is their age? What, you know, and, and I mean, and we, we tell people get really detailed. We want to know what their likes are. Um, you know, I do a lot of time, uh, spend a lot of time on social media. And, and so we figure out, okay, you know, what time are they online now? You know, that's, that's kind mm-hmm. of a moving target anymore, especially because of COVID people, you know, you know, it's, it's no longer, well, I have a 15 minute lunch break. It's, you know, but, um, 
What's their income? What's their age? What's their sex? You know, all of these various things, because then when, when I write a marketing message and somebody looks at that and goes, Ooh, she's talking to me. That's the key. Um, you know, and, and, or it could be, oh my gosh, she's talking about my friend, my, you know, whoever. So I'm going to pass this message on, but the more specific we get, the more likely that we will have great results. No, hundred percent. And something that a lot of salespeople make the mistake in when they attempt to build systems in their selling is they take a lot of generic templates mm-hmm. um, that they think that they can infusion soft their way to right. success. Mm-hmm. And so in case you're unfamiliar with infusion soft, mm-hmm. it's a very expensive platform that does mm-hmm. great automated email marketing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm a firm believer that if we're going to reach out to people, mm-hmm. we should really reach out to them. Right. And mm-hmm. then email is right. only one of many mm-hmm. ways to mm-hmm. do that. We could talk about yep. the value of omni-channel communication if mm-hmm. you like, but um, what I want to do is customize it all. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean rewriting it from scratch. There's right. a difference. Mm-hmm. So in, in my voicemail messages, which I, I, I definitely systemize because I don't mm-hmm. want to have to, you know, get a bunch of return calls and mm-hmm. wonder, wow, was I on a lot of espresso that day? Mm-hmm. And I was really excited in mm-hmm. my voicemail messages. No, I want to know what I said. They got mm-hmm. the return calls. Or right. if I don't get a lot mm-hmm. of return calls, yeah. I need to change something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're not doing something consistently, you have no idea what to change. Mm-hmm. So even in my voicemails, systemize to them, their name, mm-hmm. their company, their business, their industry. If you cross industry. Mm-hmm. In my emails, mm-hmm. I'm referring to them, their company, right. their location. I, I have a couple of different places inside of all of my email templates where I have to physically go in mm-hmm. and change those words ah. to that individual mm-hmm. I'm sending it to. Mm-hmm. But instead of spending 15 or 20 minutes writing mm-hmm. a great email, mm-hmm. I spend one and a half minutes customizing right. a great email, mm-hmm. getting it out the door, mm-hmm. moving mm-hmm. on to the next thing. Yep. Well, and you know, we've all received the emails, whether it's you know through LinkedIn, whether it's a, a true email, all those things. Dear first name here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great job with the merch field. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and so, but yeah, I mean, to to customize it, and and then you can always add the little, you know, a a sentence. You know, it was great seeing you last week at, um, you know, all those things, and and I tell people do that because we all have the attention span of a gnat, and we Mm -hmm. have a memory that's probably even smaller. And and but if you remind me that I met you at, or we talked, you know, all these various things, then I, oh yeah. Um, you know, I, mm-hmm. I remember I talked to Sean last month uh, or last year or whatever, then, then I can go forward from that. But if it's just this generic thing, I, it doesn't catch my attention because we get so many generic communications every day yeah. that, you know, we, we weed them out very, very quickly and we miss the important yeah. ones. Let's be honest. And that's why I feel like uh, for LinkedIn, and you probably would agree with me, the entire mm-hmm, purpose mm-hmm. of a great LinkedIn outreach and marketing mm-hmm, strategy mm-hmm. is to drive a meeting. Mm-hmm. And that meeting doesn't happen in a LinkedIn chat. Right. It happens on the phone or mm-hmm. in person or via mm-hmm. Zoom. Mm-hmm. And so I think to myself, and this is really going back to that military analogy again, if my mission objective is to get this person into a meeting mm-hmm. and I can do that more quickly mm-hmm. with one action, why mm-hmm. would I take 50 actions right. to achieve the same result mm-hmm. in 10 times the amount of time? Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that, a lot of people are afraid of getting on the phone because they're afraid mm-hmm. of getting rejected. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's break this down time-wise. Mm-hmm. If you only communicate via email, and you're selling something that's a high value, mm-hmm. high price item, mm-hmm. maybe it takes you 10 months through email mm-hmm. to ascertain, is this a decision maker? What is your budget? Mm-hmm. What you know strategic outcomes are you looking for? All of those things. That mm-hmm. might be a 10-month conversation mm-hmm. via email, or it could be a two and a half minute conversation mm-hmm. on the phone. Right. That's the difference, mm-hmm. right? And so instead of hoping that they get back to you via email or find mm-hmm. the time or that you don't end up in spam, mm-hmm. pick up the phone first. Mm-hmm. Always first, because if you can find out in two and a half minutes, I'm happy mm-hmm. to spend the next 10 years pursuing you. If it's right. going to be a multiple six-figure mm-hmm. contract, mm-hmm. that sales cycle doesn't mm-hmm. bother me, but mm-hmm. I need to know that you're you're in the mm-hmm. game and you're one of my ideal mm-hmm. prospects. Mm-hmm. Instead of 10 months of email unresponsiveness, mm-hmm. and then I find out, oh, Sean, that was never me to mm-hmm. begin with. Right. Don't waste your time doing mm-hmm. that, please, because right. I've wasted mm-hmm. plenty of time learning that yeah. lesson. Oh, yeah. You know, and then, of course, the key is to immediately make those notes in your CRM mm-hmm. because say you made 10 calls in a day and you didn't make, you, you didn't write, you know, maybe you took a little shorthand notes, things like that. But if you're, you know, several hours later or days, you know, trying to Good go back, remembering. you're like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, and, and, but yeah, so take the time to, to immediately, you know, put that in there and, and now you can go back and flesh it out, but, you know, mm-hmm. d- do that. And, you know, especially things like, um, you know, when we've gone to, to 
you know, when we used to do trade shows, right? And, and things like that, we get the stack of business cards. And oh, yeah. a week later, maybe we'd go back through and, and you know, and, and maybe, you know, kind of remember what, you know, you know, there, there are much better ways to, to be doing all of this. Um, but again, you know, okay, the, it, you, you got 50 business cards. Okay. You look through and you go, okay, 25 of these were nice, but so they just go in the trash can, you know, or you might mm-hmm. put them in a database to follow up with them, you know, with, you know, but, but yeah, you know, go through and, and sort back through very quickly. And, and again, we just don't, there's so much going on in our brains that the sooner we do it, the more likely it'll be successful. Absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned uh, what to do with those prospects. So this mm-hmm. is another great question that salespeople mm-hmm. struggle with. And as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you are a salesperson. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about right. you too. Yes. You can so make faces at sales all you want, <laughs> but you're in sales. <laughs> You're in sales, uh, especially if you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. So there are three places we find that prospects will leak away from a business. Okay. And a prospect, let's define what that is because, you know, the prospect, a lead, what is the difference? Well, mm-hmm. a prospect is somebody that likely could be a customer, mm-hmm. you know, that, that could cut a check mm-hmm. for what you mm-hmm. do today and get a lot of value mm-hmm. out of it. A lead is just a name. It's one right. of those 50 business mm-hmm. cards. Mm-hmm. But if I look at those 50 business cards and I say, all right, 25 of these have the job title of the people that I normally mm-hmm. sell to or that I want to sell to, now you're a prospect. Yes. Well, there are three places that that prospect could disappear without you even knowing about it. Mm-hmm. The first place is before you even get started with your outreach. Mm-hmm. And so the way to, to shore up that gap in your pipeline, and mm-hmm. we can talk about the difference between pipeline and funnels. A funnel is a way to invite prospect attrition, mm-hmm. but a pipeline will keep people in play. Mm-hmm. The first place someone will leak out of your pipeline is because you don't even reach out the first time. Mm-hmm. So the very first thing that I advise any entrepreneur, business mm-hmm. owner, salesperson do is once you get a prospect, mm-hmm. get it into a CRM mm-hmm. and then put a task on there that has a date tied to it. It right. puts that name back in front mm-hmm. of you. It could mm-hmm. be a week, three months, three years, 10 years from now. I don't mm-hmm. care but get a task in front of you so that mm-hmm. it does come back through your, your view screen mm-hmm. again, because mm-hmm. otherwise you will forget about it. Mm-hmm. It's just living in there. That's right. the first place. Second place is in the middle of your outreach sequence. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're just doing it willy nilly, making a phone call, sending an email, send a LinkedIn message. Well, if you don't have a next step that again, will bring that name back in front of you mm-hmm. and you send that LinkedIn message, but that's the last thing that you do. If you start to do this at scale, you're managing dozens or hundreds of people, good luck getting that name mm-hmm. back in front of you again, because it's probably going to float mm-hmm. off into the ether. They're right. going to buy from somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's the second place. Final place is at the end of your sequence. If you have mm-hmm. a sequence, you know, 10 steps that involve email mm-hmm. and phone mm-hmm. calls and voicemails and direct letters, because this is a high value prospect. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they run a multinational company. They have mm-hmm. the job title. You went to the same college. Mm-hmm. Like there's no reason this person shouldn't mm-hmm. do business with you. Right. At the end of that sequence, if you don't have somewhere to put them next, whether that's on a nurture campaign or, you know, another campaign that, you mm-hmm. know, I couldn't get in touch with you the first time. So here's mm-hmm. my next series mm-hmm. of outreach steps. They'll disappear. Mm-hmm. And so if you can shore up those three gaps, you can keep prospects in play indefinitely mm-hmm. so that even if they buy from somebody this year and they're not going to need what you sell for another five years, they'll come back in front of you in five years. Mm-hmm. Where I promise they'll be much more open and engaging, especially if you've been tracking them, studying mm-hmm. them, adding value along the way. Right. Right. You know, and you just mentioned something, mentioned something so important. That's adding value, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and because I think that's the thing that so many times we see and we fear, but, but we see, you know, you know, we, we say, use the analogy of a used car salesman. Well, you know, let's, let's snake oil salesman. Um, Because we, yeah, we, I I just bought a new car. Um, But, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, we, we, we should not be just sell, 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 buy for me, buy for me, buy for me. It's that added value piece. So talk to us more about how we do that as part of the sales process. So I think the first place, a lot of business people drop the ball on value is Mm -hmm. that they spend way too much time either talking about themselves or their product and service. Right. And so a really basic exercise I advise anybody walk through, get yourself a sheet of paper, map Mm -hmm. it into three columns. So -hmm. just three columns on one sheet of paper. Mm -hmm. On the first column, write down everything that you would respond with if somebody said, hey, tell me who you are and what you do. Mm. And so in in my world, if I was going to do this for me, I'd say, Mm -hmm. well, I'm a former war correspondent. I'm Mm -hmm. a TEDx speaker. I do Mm -hmm. consulting, training, keynotes. I've got books. I've got a podcast. I've got all the things that I Mm -hmm. do. Well, that's in column one. Right. And you could really fill that up because it's, you know, it's your education, Mm -hmm. it's your background, your experience, Mm -hmm. all the cool Mm -hmm. things you've done in your life. A lot of salespeople spend all their time, especially if they're the product or service, they spend Mm -hmm. their time in that column. Right. Next column, column number two, 
how do you transmit all of that value mm-hmm. through your widget, mm-hmm. through your podcast, through your mm-hmm. talks, through your books, through mm-hmm. your coaching, consulting, training, online courses, whatever that looks like. That goes in column two. Mm-hmm. Salespeople will sometimes make the mistake when they get asked the question, hey, who are you and what do you do? I'm a speaker mm-hmm. or I am a consultant or I'm a trainer right. or, hey, mm-hmm. I, I sell widgets. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares unless they already know what the value is. Mm-hmm. But in the third column, this is where the the, the value lives. Mm-hmm. It's where the money lives in your business too. Mm-hmm. The question to ask in the third column is what is the changed client state personally and professionally mm-hmm. if they can leverage all of the things in column one and in column two? Ah. So if they buy my widget and mm-hmm. they actually use it as it's mm-hmm. intended to be used mm-hmm. in the amount of time it's intended to be used in, they really you know take your advice and use this thing. Mm-hmm. How is their personal and professional life better? Mm-hmm. And you can fill column three up with dozens of items. Mm-hmm. Maybe it allows them to, uh, you know, open up a community mm-hmm. center because that's what one of their competitors did with the extra dollars they had in their company because mm-hmm. of all mm-hmm. the saved revenue. You know, you really map this out. Mm-hmm. And if you talk to the things in column three in your mm-hmm. conversations, your email, your LinkedIn mm-hmm. messaging, um, your direct mail, even mm-hmm. the stories that you can tell out of mm-hmm. column three, how is your life going to be better off mm-hmm. personally and professionally? Well, the widget that you sell is just the bridge mm-hmm. and its value goes up increasingly with the amount of money, time, energy that you can impact mm-hmm. my life with. Mm-hmm. So you could take something that might cost you $10 to produce and sell it for a hundred times that if you can get me a thousand times return, mm-hmm. but you can't walk that chain backwards unless you understand. And you can ask yourself this, you can ask past clients, this, ask your peers in your industry that also sell things like you sell. How are our folks better off? for mm-hmm. buying what it is we do. Mm-hmm. And don't don't let yourself settle for words like better engagement or more right. efficiency mm-hmm. or even more profitability. Those mm-hmm. are really generic terms. It's mm-hmm. what do you do as the result of those mm-hmm. things? You talk to those items, mm-hmm. you can come up with an infinite amount of value that you can mm-hmm. provide to your prospect mm-hmm. along the way for them becoming a customer. Right. You know, and, and just keep asking those questions. You know, uh, you mm-hmm. mentioned, you know, you, you might say, well, you know, we can get better profitability. How? I mean, it's, it's kind of yeah. like we, we have to become the three-year-old. Why? <laughs> why? Yeah, why is that important? Yeah. Why do yeah. I care? You know, and and yeah. just keep going until you get down to, you know, the the the, the true meat and potatoes of, of what it is. Um, because everybody else, like we said, you know, they're, they're all at that high level of, we can help you become more profitable. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and if I ask them why or how... And, and they just kind of giggle or look uncomfortable then, you know, or don't respond. You know, I like those too. Yeah. Then I'm not going to deal with them. And that question you asked, Deva, you know, how are you going to make me more profitable? Mm-hmm. So I've, I've encountered, uh, because I've tracked the results of more mm-hmm. than 11,000 sales calls, I've encountered mm-hmm. just about every type of human being on the planet. Mm-hmm. And the best answer I heard to that question was mm-hmm. really phrased this way. It said, Sean, you're going to make me more profitable. I'm losing money talking to you. How are you going to help me get it back? Mm. And that's, that's I a great an answer question. for that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? I had right. it because you're wasting mm-hmm. the time. If you're really mm-hmm. wasting the time of very important mm-hmm. people, if you're selling to the C-suite mm-hmm. or people that have a lot of responsibilities, mm-hmm. even if it's just to manage a household, maybe mm-hmm. you're just selling to, to the housewife or the house dad. Mm-hmm. Great. You better be adding value to their lives. Right. And so the thing that we, and this is really gets back to mindset. So it's great that we're circling mm-hmm. back. You know, all, all of the content we've covered really comes back to mindset. Mm-hmm. It's because I understand the value that I provide in the lives of my mm-hmm. clients that I can have the audacity to interrupt my prospects. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And what because I mean you know that, you can make it worth their time. I, I know I can make it worth their time. Mm-hmm. I know I can make a difference. And so even because I hear this all the time, because I love the phone, of course. So I'm Mm -hmm. calling people, Sean, I I can only talk for a second. I'm about to step into a meeting or Sean, I've been, I just stepped out of a meeting. Mm -hmm. I really have to go to the bathroom. I've been holding it for three hours. Like, what do you have in 10 seconds or less? Mm -hmm. I hear that a lot, believe it or not. And so I have to believe in what I do more Mm -hmm. than their faith that the next thing on their agenda mm-hmm. is going to be that important. Mm-hmm. And so I stop short of like, you know, I'm Sean, I'm about to step into my daughter's dance recital. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you need? I'm not going to try to stop a dad from doing that. Or right. Right. Doing that, mm-hmm. I have a little girl. Then, right? then you say, when can I call and, you back? I'll call you back later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but short of that, you know, I, I, I get that you're busy. Mm-hmm. I need to share this with you. And a couple mm-hmm. of questions just to make sure you're even the right person. Mm-hmm. And then we can go from there. Mm-hmm. You can decide in, in 30 seconds or mm-hmm. less, am I worth keeping on the phone? 
Right. Um, and if, if the answer is no, I would rather hear that sooner, to be honest with right. you, because I got 50 people behind mm-hmm. you that are qualified mm-hmm. that I can provide mm-hmm. value to. So and they'll the appreciate right that too. I got to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. I, I love that yeah, audacity yeah, to interrupt. Ooh, that that yeah. was that, that was that was very cool. I love that because, yeah, you know, we do, you know, if, if if you're having the audacity to interrupt, you had better have a darn good reason why, um, yeah. you know, and, and but yeah, I mean, if they say no, not interested. You know, that's and and if you don't keep pushing, um, that's the trick. I mean, like we had somebody that you know rang the doorbell, you know, a couple weeks ago. I go down, and he's he's with a company who's putting on a roof at one of my neighbors. Now he had been trained well. Um, You Uh know, he he knew you know, and and he had someone with him, so you know, he was showing her how to do this, and so it wasn't a roof; it was windows. Because he said, you know, I see that the window up there, the seal is broken. So I must have had, you know, some condensation in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he immediately pointed out, oh, my gosh, there's there's a problem, um, you know, and, and all of this. But it was, I'm, you know, he said, we're here in the neighborhood just for today. Now, he had interrupted me. He had the audacity mm-hmm. to interrupt. And so, you know, he but the problem was he didn't take no for an answer because I said, I can't mm. talk to you right now. If you can leave your information, we'll give you a call later. And and no, he didn't like that. I mean, he just kept pushing, kept pushing. And he pushed to the point that he annoyed me. And more importantly, <laughs> he pushed to the point where I thought, I will not use you. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, and, and I mean, he had his script down. I mean, he had everything, but, you know, he didn't, he didn't recognize my body language was basically it. You know, mm-hmm. when I took the step back. And when I started to close the door now, you know, he certainly didn't do anything like reach for the door or anything like that, but yeah, right, yeah right. he did not recognize that I, I had closed that discussion and, but I was being too polite to not say go away. Um, you know, and, 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 but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he did, he pushed to the point where I thought uh-uh, not going to work with these folks. And I think that's so what we're all here's afraid what of. I do, because I know we're, we're, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yep. we're, we're wrapping up the episode, mm-hmm. so I'll give you this turnaround really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I do if somebody doesn't have the time to talk with me is I say, mm-hmm. "Great, if it's worth us having a conversation, mm-hmm. and you've indicated that you know you're mm-hmm. going to call me later, mm-hmm. let's get that on the calendar." Yes, because I don't mm-hmm. want to lose track of you, and yep. I will mm-hmm. if I step away from mm-hmm. here. And I just you know I, I mm-hmm. remember we're supposed to get in contact. Mm-hmm. Well, you know I got 50 people I'm supposed mm-hmm. to visit today too, so get that on the calendar, mm-hmm. and that way you have a you know the permission mm-hmm. to get back in touch with this person mm-hmm. to discuss yep. it. It may not be mm-hmm. the right fit then either, but mm-hmm. at least then there is a follow up step. Yeah. Yeah. If he had, you know, when, when I said, I can't do it today, that's exactly what he should have done. He should have said, when can we come back? Can we leave our information something? But it was just, no, yeah. no, it's got to be today. It's got to be today. And I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, it yeah. doesn't. <laughs> and yeah, then, <laughs> then he made the, the key mistake. Is your husband home? <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. He must not be the decision maker because of uh, your gender. So is, yeah. Yeah. Is, 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 is the man of the house here. Yeah. Mm. That worked well. I'm sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but cool. Well, you know, Sean, we, we really could go on because there's so many things we didn't talk about your acronym trim. And I love that. I thought that was uh, very cool. So we're not even going to tell people about it because we want them to get your book. So show me the book again. Yep. You've got it there. You you have to be Vanna. So it is bulletproof selling, systematizing yep. sales for the battlefield of business. And yep. you know, and and so you know, we'll, we will have a link to it in the in the show notes. But in that the you know, tell us how people connect with you and and the services that you do provide. For sure. So uh, I'll say everybody as soon as you possibly can get over to bulletproof-selling.com bulletproof-selling.com. And on the really front page, when you land there, there's going to be a floating box that says, take your five minute Mm -hmm. sales assessment. Mm -hmm. Uh, No matter the size of your business or the size of your goals, run through that thing because it doesn't take more than five minutes. But what it allows you to do is determine where is the one place in my sales cycle Mm -hmm. I'm most in need of systems. Mm -hmm. And once you determine that, I will give you that system. We've identified 62 different mm-hmm. places in this in any sales cycle where most people cool. tend to struggle, mm-hmm. develop mm-hmm. systems for each of them. Mm-hmm. I'll turn it over to you. That will mm-hmm. also give you a way to take a look at the inside of our book, mm-hmm. which just released this year, Bulletproof mm-hmm. Selling. Um, the second thing I'll say is that we do have consulting. We've got training. Mm-hmm. I get to keynote uh, all over the world for sales mm-hmm. and sales kickoffs. Mm-hmm. But what it really comes down to is the work that we do with other sales leaders, which mm-hmm. we release every single day of the week mm-hmm. over at BulletproofSelling.com. Mm-hmm. We interview top sales VPs. Mm-hmm. We build sales systems, mm-hmm. which is where the 
TRIM acronym came from. Mm -hmm. And we have a podcast there that drops every Monday as well. So if you're interested in improving sales, Mm -hmm. thinking like this, like Mm -hmm. how do I remove hope from my sales strategy? Mm -hmm. Bulletproof-selling.com is the place to be. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, this really has been a fascinating discussion, and I can't wait to have you on the program again to continue this. But until then, do you have any final words of wisdom for everyone? Yeah, uh, sales is scary if you're not familiar with what you're doing, but so is anything else in life. Think about the things that you love doing the most that would terrify a beginner. Well, sales is no different. Learn a couple of basics along the Mm -hmm. way, a couple of easy steps, get better at those steps, continue Mm -hmm. to improve. And pretty soon you'll be the one teaching others in your industry how to sell. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having just the best conversation with Sean Rhodes of Bulletproof Selling. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.